Welcome in to Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England field presented by the Pats Nation, the only Patriots postgame show worth watching. Chris Corso alongside Mark Catone joining us in the booth is our producer director, Joe Guaneri, and you. Joe's got us up on YouTube, so make sure you subscribe. Give us that thumbs up, right, Mark? Absolutely. You can also catch us on uh, Podbean or anywhere you podcast. Podbean? What a great, you don't even know what is you hey man i i i I, you know i go back and rewatch this show all the time you know everybody Mm -hmm. i know does and it's you know get it on podbean and you know or mock anywhere you podcast you know but we want everyone to check us out on twitter uh at corso underscore catone at at corso underscore catone and listen you better make sure you check us out on twitter sunday night 8 20 through throughout that patriots game because mark and i are going to be in the stadium putting up some tweets uh, for all the live action and everything that's happening in that game, so make sure you do that. And oh, we'll be starting. In. We'll be tweeting before the game even begins. We, oh yeah. During the afternoon, we'll be tweeting. Some of the things we we shouldn't tweet, but no, well, anyway, well, that's all right. <laughs> but give us a call for our heated hotline, twenty four seven. Make sure you call. Leave a message. Joe's gonna pick the one he likes the best. Uh, I think he's. I think it's a full time job, Joe. Like even going through all of these, it's that popular right now. But, oh, my God. Right? So Joe's going to pick the one he likes the best for Mark and I to discuss. And I don't think it's fair, though, Mark, that we never get to know what it, what it yeah, is. Yeah, you know, well, he, he, he likes to play that game, you know, right. Joe. So, I like so keeping you sure guys you, on your toes, you know? Yeah, you certainly do that. So make sure you call 855-313-PATS, 855-313-7287. Mark, we got a great show uh, tonight. We have... Of course, Yankees versus Red Sox, and you never want to miss Catone's comments, so make sure you stick around for that. I have no idea what it's going to be, but I'm sure it's going to be entertaining and exciting. And our Patriots preview of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as they come into town Sunday, 8.20 p.m. Eastern for this epic major media event uh, being dubbed as the most, uh, the greatest, what regular season game of all time in history? That's what they're uh, talking well, they're, about. They're hyping it up. I guess tomorrow, Chris, for the first time in the history of the both franchises, the Today Show and NBC Nightly News are both broadcasting live from Gillette Stadium. Yeah, it's definitely the that's, biggest. That's how big this is. Yeah, definitely the biggest regular season game of, of in history so far yeah. to date. Yep. So the, the only bigger one would be if Brady plays another 10 years and he comes back again. But, so. but Mark, look, uh, before we get the heated hotline, um, so we want to make sure we let the viewers know we're live right now. But when this airs Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern, we won't be live anymore. You'll be live, but we won't be live. So everything that's happening now is happening now. And everything that's happening then would have already happened. And so when will what then be now? What the hell are you talking about for when, crying out loud? When will, when will then be now? 
soon, very soon. And that's soon is Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern. This show will air. And, of course, live for you. Mark and I will be, you know, watching it all right along with you. So make sure you do after that. Mark, uh, yeah, I mean, let's get to it. Heated hotline. Joe, tab it. Yeah, this is Bobby from Connecticut. I call again because, you know, Tom Brady playing this week. He playing against Bill Belichick. And, and Brady going to put Bill Belichick over his knee. And he's going to spank him. He's going to spank him real good. Because the Patriots deserve to get spanked. Because they did that man wrong. How the hell a little later man who won six Super Bowl walk away and go to another team? Bob Kraft ought to be ashamed of himself. He called himself an owner. How come nobody saying Bob Kraft a bum? Because he a bum too. Him and his son, two bums. They let that man walk away. How do you let a man like that walk away from your organization? Why? Because you listen to that dinosaur, Bill Belichick? You think Belichick? No. Belichick never won anything without Tom Brady. Why don't you people admit the man won nothing without Tom Brady, and he never going to win nothing without Tom Brady. And and, 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 and Bob Kraft ought to be blamed, too, because he sat there and watched it all happen, and he did nothing. He sat there at the massage parlor. That's all I got to say. Whoa, okay, oh, so that's a little, it's a little That's insane. Bobby. I love Bobby. Bobby. Mark, uh, Joe, didn't we have that? We, we had him, Bobby? yeah. A few, a few weeks he's, ago. He's Bobby, becoming a regular. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby we love it. Chris, I love it. Bobby's not a fan of Billichex, that's for sure. No, Bob, Bobby Bobby is, uh, he's a he's a, a, a regular on the show now. I think so Bobby, Mark, listen. I think Bobby's talking about massage bottles. I think he's drinking. Yeah, but you know what, Mark? Honestly, there's there's some points that Bobby made. And Bobby, thank you for the for the call and the message. Um there's some points that he's making in there that, you know, aside from all the, you know, the drunken stupor stuff, there, there, there's definitely some points he's making, and they're not. Oh, absolutely, Chris. Listen, the one thing he's, and, and I'm not even going to get into what he said about Belichick because he, he called in and said that once before, but what he said about Kraft, hmm. Chris, I think he's dead 100%, right? Like, Kraft has gotten a free ride in this whole thing, Chris. And that Wickersham book is going to spell out the fact that Kraft was on board with the fact that he didn't want to give Brady an extension because he didn't think he could play until he was 45. So Kraft is just as, as much to blame as Belichick, if not more. Actually, more, Chris. He's the owner. Yeah, I mean, you would think, um, obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? But... You know, and, and listen, we were, you know, we were wrong. I was wrong. You know, I said, look, maybe it is time to move on, blah, blah, blah. Nobody, you yeah, know, but Chris, I didn't know. forced him to trade Garoppolo. So why but, would yeah. he do something? And that's my, that's been my point. Mark and I have talked about this off air. Um, yeah, I put a lot. I put, I, I, I honestly put more of this right now on Kraft than I do on Belichick in the sense that, and I get it. I mean, you have two egos buttoned against each other on the field, but the guy off the field, as Bobby says, that's the guy responsible. So yeah, 2007, Mark, it just doesn't make sense what they, what he did in 2017, 
they trade away Garoppolo. Now, all the experts out there, the so-called experts, have said that's not what Belichick wanted. Belichick wanted that's right, Mark. That was yeah. that was Belichick's guy, right? It was Garoppolo, and so he wanted you know, to trade Brady, right? And so Kraft keeps Brady. So if that's the case, why aren't you giving him a contract at that moment? Why aren't you giving this guy a team-friendly Mahomes contract? Well, you're giving this case. You know what, Bright Tom? We'll sign you up for another eight years, whatever, and we'll we'll spread out the money. We'll do what we have to do, guaranteed, so that your your face is saved. And that way we can build around you and continue to get more, right? More for you. That would make sense. If you're going to get rid of Garoppolo, you re-sign Brady. Right, Mark? Well, yeah, at that point, Chris, they should have, if he said he was going to play until he was 45, then they should have figured out a contract and say, okay, we're going to pay you until you're 45 years old. We'll give you a contract. I don't know how many years it was until he was 45 at that point. Was it four, five years, six years? They should have gave him the five contract years, yeah. and said, okay, we'll take care of you. You'll be 45 when the contract's up. And then if you you still want to continue to play, we'll talk about it then. We'll but you're right, Chris. Then. They could have made it a team-friendly deal. Right. And, and, but the thing that's odd to me, I mean, yeah, you're the friggin' owner of this team. What's odd to me is this is a billionaire. So when he says the, you know, when Bobby says, yeah, that bums, the son's a, I, listen, I agree. And I'll let you comment on the son, but what I don't understand is how Kraft look in 2011 Kraft stepped in, in the NFL when his wife was sick and he, you know, he made that happen. He brought the sides together. He read the room and he got it done. You know, when that, when that lockout was happening or the potential, they were on the road for, a, you know, a, a strike. Mm -hmm. So how did he read the room right in this situation? You got like a, at the time, Bill Belichick was what, like 66, something like that, right? How do you not read the situation and say, okay, I have Tom Brady over here. We just got rid of Garoppolo. So this is our guy, right? I have a 66-year-old head coach who will be pissed off if we give this guy money. Hey, you know what? Bill. This is what we're doing. I'm the owner of the team. Tom, let's sit, sit them down in the room. And if you don't like it, then you can walk. Where the hell is Belichick, was Belichick going to go at that stage and rebuild the whole team? Because he's only going to go to a team that stinks, that needs a head coach, and has to rebuild. I would have rolled the dice and took my chances on that if you craft. No? I mean, he's a billionaire. You didn't get this that far with, you know, making these kind of decisions, no? I got a question, though. What made... Yeah. What between the two of them, when they looked at Brady, said to themselves, uh, he's going downhill. All he did look like, and he still looks like he's getting better. He looks healthier. He looks leaner. He's running. He was running faster than he used to. You know what I mean? Like, what made them say, ah, he's going downhill, you know? He's one of the leading rushers on the Tampa team, you know, by the way. Just so you know. But uh, because, because of the fear, Joe. The fear of he's going to run out. The bottom's going to fall out. He's going to fall off that cliff. You know what I mean? I, Mark, right? The, I mean, I think it was the fear in this can't be happening. How can this possibly happen? I mean, I, I, well, to me, that can be the only reason. I don't, you know. Well, I don't know. I, I think, yeah. And, and I'm going to tell you something, Chris. Belichick, Belichick, I think, fell in love with Garoppolo. And Belichick wanted to prove, I think, at that point, he wanted to prove I can do this again and continue this with somebody other than Brady, because at that point there was already the 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 the, the debate on oh, who, who's more important, Belichick or Brady. And I think Belichick was listening to that and said, "You know what? I I don't need him to win. I got a guy that will win. We won't skip a beat." And well, that didn't happen because he was forced to trade him. But the other thing is this, Chris, in the whole situation, so Kraft forces him to trade him. 
But not only does he force him to trade him and not give Brady an extension, he allows Belichick to take a lesser deal so he can, from everything you've read and everything that we that there's been reported, he allows him to take a lesser deal so he can put him in a better situation because he wanted to take care of Garoppolo because he felt he, Garoppolo was getting screwed because supposedly we could have went to Cleveland and Cleveland was going to give you the number eight pick in the draft. So you mean you're talking about draft picks that you got for Garoppolo? Yeah. yeah. You you yeah. blew the number eight pick in the draft because you wanted to put him in a better and, situation. And, and Cleveland would have given that as, up. As the, well, they said they were. And yeah. as the owner, you allowed that to happen? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, they, he let the fear. Joe, to answer your, he let the fear decide it. I mean, like the fear of losing Belichick. Oh, that's, bu- that's bullshit. You know what? Let him go. Come on. Everybody's re- obviously everybody's replaceable. You you let Brady go. So if you think Brady's replaceable, you don't think Belichick's replaceable? Well, it turns out he's not replaceable, is he? Well, maybe you know? not. We're going to find out Sunday night, aren't we? Yes, we will. So Heated Hotline was brought to you by Jag Media Productions. Everything you see, everything you're hearing is brought to you by Jag Media Productions. So thank you, Bobby, for that call. Um, so disgusting, isn't it? I like Bobby. Any, I like Bobby too, but the whole topic just irritates you, doesn't it? So, Mark, it's that time. Let's get to uh, let's get the Yankee versus Red Sox, Joe. So here we are, Yankees versus Red Sox. They played last week. I know, Mark, you, we got a lot to talk about there. And don't remember, everything that's happening now is happening now. So we're dealing with we're dealing with Thursday night's games through Sunday. So, Mark, how are they going to, you know, down the stretch they come, right? Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting, I'll tell you that, because it, 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 there's only, like, two games separating, like, four teams. You got the Red Sox, you got the Yankees, you got Oakland, and you got Seattle. Not, not Oakland, I'm sorry. You got um, Toronto, and you have Seattle. Yeah. Seattle is 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 red hot. They're as hot as anybody. If the Red Sox are losing tonight, if the Red Sox lose, Seattle's tied with them. They were in the sixth inning, right? Down six to one. And then, by the way, this is Thursday. Once again, by the time you all watch this, that would have been old news, right, Mark? That would have been old news. But by the, <laughs> any, by the way, typically... We we're live typically, right? But yeah, th- this yeah. week, because he's flying in and all this, you know, for the game, we're not gonna be able to go live on Saturday. But um, yeah, there's only two. There's only like two games separating four teams, Chris. So yeah. it's it, it is a horse race down the stretch. They come is is a perfect analogy. It's a horse race, and who's gonna who's gonna finish one two at the finish line? <laughs> it's 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 anybody's anybody's bet right now. I, I mean, you know, the Red Sox are struggling a bit here down the stretch. So okay, they, they give me your opinion. So let let's pretend we don't know the scores right now of tonight's game, yep. and here it is Thursday. How many games do the Yankees need to win to get this done? To get Yankees to, to probably this need thing? to win to be in the top wild card spot to stay there. To stay there, they probably need to win two more, at least two more games. So say tonight, Friday, maybe Saturday. Say tonight and Friday, and and depending on how these other teams do, maybe they do, Saturday, Sunday don't matter. I don't know because the Yankees are, are sitting right now at, at, at on top. Um, they're playing Toronto today, so depending on how they make out against Toronto, Toronto would drive would fall another game behind. 
right? Yeah. So, you know, well, you had a good theory. I think they're going to win at least a minimum of two, Chris, possibly three, but definitely they have to win at least two, at least. Yeah. Well, you had a good theory. Tell the people. You had a good theory on the Tampa series. That, well, the Tampa series, series, Chris, I mean, so Tampa's, you know, in first place, their seeding's not changing. I mean, they're the number one seed on. in the yeah, American done, League. Yeah. Right? They're mm-hmm. number one seed in the American League. So now, why would you risk anybody, a starting pitcher or any of your studs, getting injured this weekend? I, I have to believe they're going to start resting guys. They're going to use some guys out of the bullpen, That's guys that don't use, maybe don't start a lot. Um, I, I, I can't see them using any of their aces. You're going to save them for the playoffs. I, I, so the games are at Yankee Stadium. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that Toronto, you'll, you'll get a couple of, you'll get some, some B-level players because they don't want to get anybody hurt. I mean, yeah. I, that would be the smart thing to do. Which would spell disaster for the Red Sox. Which mark on that side of the on that side of the coin, you know what do they need? Because Baltimore's, you know, if they lose this game tonight, what's that? Uh, two out of two out of three. They beat them last to night. Baltimore, played, yeah, to Baltimore, yeah. they would have lost two out of three. Yeah, which is inexcusable. Yeah, Chris. I mean, and and then this past weekend, you saw once again the Yankees sweep swept them. You saw the deficiencies of that bullpen once again yeah. on, on on full display. Right. Whenever they oh, went yeah. to that bullpen, it was like batting practice for the Yankees. Stan's red hot. Oh, Stanton is is a monster. I mean, red, red, red. Speaking of the monster, he put that thing over the put one of them over the monster, over the yeah. green monster. So, so for so for Boston to get this done, and I say get this done, two things, Mark. What do they need to do to get to get get to, over the Yankees? Or can they? Do you think they even can at this point? Can well, I think for the, the so- for the Red Sox to catch the Yankees, Chris, I think they probably got to come back tonight, and they probably got to sweep Washington. They probably got to win the rest of their games because, you know, if the Yankees, like I said, if the Yankees win at least two, yeah, the Red Sox are gonna have to win every game. They can't lose a game, Chris. If they want to overtake the Yankees, they could lose and still get the second wild card spot, but they won't get the first one. They're down six to two in the seventh. So um, the Red Sox are in a lot of trouble. Like I said, if they lose tonight, they're tied with Seattle. Well, they'll probably the lose this game because the bullpen won't be any help. So, yeah, and I mean, you know, and that's going to be a series and a half because, you know, and, and they're playing, where are they playing? They're at again? Washington. Yeah. And Washington. And Washington's really, not very good. Really so They don't so, really care. But, but you know, don't care, so the Red Sox could potentially sweep them, Chris. But this is what they should have done like over here against Baltimore. But I mean, how much, other- you know, this sense of urgency that they don't have, they don't seem to have it. That's on Cora, no? No, it is on Cora. And the other thing that I think is on Cora, Chris, is he didn't rearrange his, his, his rotation down the stretch. So, um, tonight and over the weekend, your last four games of the playoff push he didn't set up his rotation, so yeah, you don't get no, you don't get Evaldi, nope, and you don't get Sale. Nope. So your two best starting pitches are not aren't pitching. You got you have the back end of your rotation going. I'll tell you something right now, as it relates to the Red Sox, and they make it in that one game. I'm playing. I'm starting Evaldi. Yeah, I don't know if they'll do that, Chris. If they make the one-game playoff, they're going to go. I think they're going to start sailing of all these coming out of the bullpen because he's done that before. They're going to go sail of all Yep. If Sale can give them four innings, maybe five, of all mm-hmm. will close the next, the game out. They'll bring him in for four. They're not going to the bullpen, Chris. Those are the two guys they're using in that game. That's your bullpen. I think of, I think Ovaldi would have more of more. He'd have be more comfortable 
coming out in the middle of a game, coming in the middle of a game versus Sale. Yes, he would be, and that's why he's going to come out of the bullpen. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Those are your two pitchers. On uh, if they go to a wild card game, Chris, you're not ever going to see their bullpen in that game. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. And remember, everything's happening now. It's happening now. Everything that's happening Saturday at seven o'clock when you watch it will have already Joe, happened. Joe, then. what is he talking about, Joe? It's <laughs> going to be retrograde or something. I don't even know what he's talking about. Oh, let me find it. I'll find it. Let me find it during the break. Joe. And what I'll show you what he's talking about. Joe Joe knows exactly what I'm saying and what I'm doing. So Yankees versus Red Sox was brought to us by Special Sauce Podcast, Startup Finance, and Drive Yourself to Success, specialsaucepodcast.com. When we come back, you're not going to want to miss it. You're never going to want to miss it. Catone's comments next. Ah, uh, here we go. So I want to know who ever created the fact that a pumpkin is so desirable to want to eat and, and, and become the food of the season. Everything you see is pumpkin. Pumpkin coffee, pumpkin spice, pumpkin cookies, pumpkin pie, pumpkin cake, pumpkin. I got pumpkin coming out of my ears. I can't go anywhere without seeing pumpkin, something pumpkin. The other night, what do you think my wife makes? Pumpkin raviolis. Who wants pumpkin in raviolis? I never heard of such a thing. That's like a, 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 a an exotic thing over here, Chris. They charge you thirty dollars for pumpkin raviolis. They put a cream sauce on it. Who in their right mind wants pumpkin raviolis? I was in the store the other day. You know, I love the stores, Chris. Again, they sent me to stores. I saw pumpkin Cheerios. I saw pumpkin cookies. I saw Milano cookies, a nice Milano cookie with a cup of coffee that making them pumpkin. Why? Because it's October? Are you kidding me? September, October? I never heard of such a thing. Who ever came up with the idea about pumpkin? What, are you kidding me? You gotta bring your, you have to bring your wife on the show to explain why an Italian w- would make pumpkin ravioli. I'm sorry. That's, that's I don't just, think I have to agree it. with I don't Mark. think she made it. I think she bought it, but it's just the no, point. She made it. She put it in the water and put she it on did. the table. 
She did. They weren't. She put, did she put her gravy with that or sauce? Sorry, sauce. Oh, she knows she did. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, Mark. You know where you can also find a lot of pumpkins, like decorative pumpkins. No, 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 no. Wait, well, listen, listen. When I go in there, <laughs> when I go in there, wait, Joe, what was I? Home, there. but Home Goods has them, Mark. I'm sure they're, sure they're in. I'm sure they're in your house Joe, with price tags on them. So, yeah, Joe, no, no, listen. We what did we tell him to do we last week? What did we tell him not to do? What What did we tell him to stay away from where? I think we specifically said <laughs> any stores, storefronts, <laughs> any. Uh... <laughs> You know, now we've already home goods, them, anything the, dealing with homes, stay off the highways, no roads. They even, they even got these pumpkin munchkins. Everything's pumpkin. I never seen. I didn't like it. Pumpkin spice lattes. This latte, that. I don't even know what the hell these coffees are called. Well, that's back there. See here, it's yeah. about six hundred degrees. So yeah, well, you know, nobody's having that there. There's no pumpkins going on. You could drive a little north, you get the pumpkins. So, Mark, you you really have an issue with the pumpkins, huh? Oh, I'm gonna. You're coming in for the game. I'm getting you pumpkin. I'm gonna get pumpkin, pumpkin something for you. You have it coming out of your ears. Bring me some of that pumpkin ravioli. That 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 sounds so good, so good. But the worst thing you said, the worst thing that made my ugh, pumpkin Milano cookies. Yep. That's just you know what. That's completely inexcusable. I saw them right on there. the shelf. I saw them on the shelf. Yep. Yeah, they, they should be ashamed of themselves doing something like that. Don't you think, Joe? They ruined the season, Chris. They they have to have what? <laughs> you got to make pumpkin the identity of the fall season? Are you kidding me? It should be I, just, uh, you know, it's football season. What pumpkins is got to be the identity of the fall season? You know what I'm getting? You know what I'm bringing, Mark, for a little gift? No, you're I'll not bringing it. a pumpkin. I'll get it in the airport. A nice jacket with a big pumpkin on it. Uh, what do you think? Uh, nice oh, pumpkin. Yeah. You, know, you know what, Mark? You should be for Halloween. You know what I mean? Chris, when we were kids, all One we ever pumpkins. had. Chris, when we were kids, all we ever had was a, maybe we heard a pumpkin pie, right? And that was it. Yeah, well, that's good. Pumpkin pie. That's you know, good. My great yeah. aunt, my, they used to make, my great grandmother, they used to make yeah. that really well. Now they got pumpkin ice cream in the stores. They got everything. Well, pumpkin, they've gone too far, just like everything else. Pumpkin cream, you put it, pumpkin spice, you put it in your coffee, the cream even. See, the coffee, I, I don't, I don't, I understand the coffee, you know, Dunkin' there, they Dunkin' Donuts, I'm going to call it Dunkin' Donuts, I'm going to talk Dunkin', all this crap about Dunkin', you know, the pumpkin coffee, yeah, okay, my sister's getting that, like, she's waiting for that, like, in September, you know, she's standing in line, like, days before to get this pumpkin coffee, I never had it in my ah, life, but, you know, but everything else, Now nah, I agree with you, Mark, too much pumpkin, too much pumpkin, so... Well, now, so, of course, Catone's comments was, who we brought to you by? Oh, Corso Law Group, Arizona's green, leading criminal <laughs> law firm, CorsoLawGroup.com. Allow us to be your voice. And let's, Mark, uh, Joe, we got to get the break, because i gotta, I got to process this whole pumpkin thing. You know what I mean? i got to decide whether or not I want to bring Mark a pumpkin shirt uh, when I come back. I'm going to bring you pumpkin Milano Sunday. <laughs> when, we, when we come back, Patriots... Versus Buccaneers. Hey, even right got pumpkin this. beer for crying out loud. <laughs> Take us the break. 
It's that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20-plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20 plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. Mark, he has lost, wow, he lost every sense of reality that, that Joe, first of all, excellent, excellent job. That was Joe. a great, you that know? was great. He's playing Rick Astley, never going to give you up. Jesus Christ. I had to Rick roll you on the Brady and, and, Belichick. And some Chicago for us too, you know? <laughs> Joe, you summed it up. You summed it up really well. Back with course, more Corso Ancatone, the real deal, New England feel. Hey, look, we see it all. We 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 see it all on the show. And yes, he's back. He's back. Uh, and by the time you watch this, he'll actually be in town, right, Mark? Yes, so he will. They're staying in Providence, Chris. So, Patriots preview here, previewing the Buccaneers as they come to New England, uh, 8.20 p.m. Uh, you know the time. Everybody knows that. I don't have to give you the time anymore, but I do want to tell you that Mark and I will be on the day a day later for all post-game coverage uh, Monday, October 4th at 7 p.m. <laughs> you really aren't going to want to miss that, I can guarantee you. So We may, we may be on Twitter for a little post-game commentary, though. Coming oh my out God! I can't even imagine. You know, and Mark and I are staying in the area, so you know that there there are no all well, no holds barred at that point. You know, and Mark, before we before we get to the Patriots preview, I just want to show you something right now. You know, I just I have to take Joe. I have to take a second here to uh, 
Oh, boy. Jesus. You know what, Joe? He wants to bust my beans. But those are real Milanos, Chris. See, that's, that's, what a supposed, that's what a cookie's supposed to be. Where did you have those? Ready on the, on the ready over there. I have him in the refrigerator. I ran. I sprinted across the house. As soon as he said, I didn't know he was going to talk about Milano cookies. I mean, who knows what he's coming out with? He's crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, talking about pumpkin. These aren't pumpkin, though. I mean, you know, these. this is the real deal, just like the real deal New England feel. So, all right, Mark, listen. You know, I'm going to start with what I always start with, okay? Don't laugh, but what do the Patriots need to do? What do they need to do on offense? To, to win, to keep it close, to do what they need to do. What do they need? They need to bring in three free agent wide receivers. Okay, you know. Well, you're asking me what they need to do. I'm telling you what they need to do. All right. You know what they need to do, Chris? I'm not going to take it serious, Joe. No. Okay, here's what they need to do, Chris. In all seriousness, first of all, they need to, to get a healthy offensive line. That's number one. Because if the yeah. offensive line, Chris, if, if Wynn, who's on the injury report, and, and, and Brown don't play – we get a serious problem because okay. So so wait a minute. When they run, when the Patriots run, who do you yeah. give the edge to? Go ahead. Well, and why? I, listen, Tampa Bay Chris has a good. De- uh, they, they're solid against the run. They only give up about sixty-seven yards a game, something like that, against the yeah. run. So so obviously, no one's been able to run against them this year. However, our only chance, I think, of staying in this game and having a shot late. They're gonna have to run the ball, Chris, 35, 40 times. You, 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 even if you're only gaining two or three yards, you can't. I just don't think this is one of those games where you can go away from it. You gotta force it. You gotta push it, and and hopefully Damian Harris can break a few here or there. And and I think you're gonna have to activate the kid Stevenson, Chris. Especially now that James White is out, you're gonna have to use Taylor as a change of pace. You're gonna have to run the football this weekend. That's the key. My key is if the Patriots win this game or even close in the fourth quarter, it's because they ran the ball 40 times, 35 times, in my opinion. Because if Brandon Bolden no, they, plays can't see over field, Stevenson, he, I'm going to be that can't. guy running across the field. Well, Chris, be... this week, if you listen to Fears, Ivan Fears, the running backs coach. I loved what he said. Yeah, but he he indicated that um, the last time Stevenson was in there, Chris, I guess his run, his uh, pass protection was horrific. And, and they've worked on that with him for the last couple of weeks. That's why he's been inactive. Now, whether yeah. that's true or not, I don't know. Did they punish him because they thought he fumbled that ball? I, I don't know. Again, you know, it's ridiculous. That doghouse thing doesn't and, – and, and maybe it's a different reason, but, yeah, he's got to get on the field. Mark, listen, and I give the edge to the Bucks too, in the running game. I get it. You want to keep Brady off the field. I mean, honestly, you, you want to keep that guy off the I field. I think you're going to have to, Chris. Because you know him. I mean, he's going to say, hey, guys – Keep it close. I don't keep it within one score, and I'll win this thing at the end. So, although we'll get to our predictions, but yeah, Mark, against the run, you're right. You were close, sixty-three and a half yards per cat per game. That's fourth in the league, three point one per per rush. I mean, because you got look, you got guys like Via, Sue, Goldston. Then you got you know off ball, you got Devin White, Levante David. I mean, this front seven. <laughs> y- and with the way the way our offensive line is playing, and now and now, here's the injury report again. Everything is happening now. It's Thursday's injury report, so I don't know what Friday's going to be. You people will know, but 
we know White's going to be out. That's it. He's he's done. Probably. He's probably done for the season, Chris. But limited activity. You had defensive line Henry Anderson. Okay, a linebacker Bentley with a shoulder. Duggar, who's real helpful in the running game. He's new on the list. Um, he's got a hamstring, which. Josh Uche with a back, Van Noy with a groin. These are all defensive guys too. Chris, but those but guys Mark, we're talking play. about offense. <laughs> Trent Brown with the calf, and guess who else is now on the report? Isaiah Wynn with a knee. So, <laughs> you want to run the ball? How the hell are you going to run the ball with Heron, Heron, and uh, they? I they I told you last week they need to bring Karras up from the from the practice squad. Because they haven't yet. They'll have to. Don't they got to make that decision by like, for, is it Saturday? They would have. I think they would have already had to. I don't know. That, that, that's one thing up. I don't yeah. know. Okay. Yeah. But again, you know, with these kind of injuries, I mean, look, they were playing like crap to begin with the offensive line. So, no, I agree yeah. with you. They need to run the ball, but I, I don't know if they're going to be able to. I mean, you give the edge, you know, you give the edge to the Bucks in that, in that regard. Chris, but listen, I mean, yeah. The other thing is this is without those, the defensive guys you mentioned is even scarier. If those guys don't play, you have no line. That's your three starting linebackers, Chris. Mark, you didn't have any off-ball linebacker. We haven't gotten to the defense yet, but we, we, you don't, we don't have any off-ball linebackers to begin with, guys that play four, four yards off the line of scrimmage. I mean, no, we gotta, Bentley, Chris, we gotta, Chris, that injury report is scary to me. And, you know, Hightower, Bentley. Uh, Chris, in 2021, how do you have a hamstring injury? Or groin. Yeah, listen, I, I nothing pisses me off more than that, okay? Um, nothing nothing irritates me more than that because um, with the training, with the training staff, with, with all the, the stretching and the taking care of your body and the limited amount they do in practice, yeah, how do you pull a muscle? Like I I, it, 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 you know, other injuries, knee injuries, ankle injuries, shoulder, I get that. But yeah, yeah I, I, it's inexcusable that you pull a muscle. I, I that, so that Chris, irritates me. Getting back to, to, the, to the offense, so I'm saying running the ball. So you're saying they're probably not going to be able to run the ball. I don't with think the offensive be able to... line. Okay, so now how? What is your key to victory? Is it what is your path to victory? Well, when so so the edge, the edge when they um, when they pass, when the Patriots pass, who who uh, you know who are you giving the edge to? <laughs> I give it to the Bucks again. Well, they just, I mean, I don't think he'll play this weekend, but they signed Sherman because Brady made the phone call. Of course. I mean, he won't, I don't, he won't play this weekend. We don't, but, but he's going to help them. Oh, he'll play. He'll know. be on that field. They'll put a package so? together. They'll, they'll simplify a few things for him because they're, they're putrid in the secondary. Okay. So, right. you know, but, but when the Patriots pass, so, okay. Two, this, this, I'm conflicted about this. And the reason why I give the edge to the Bucks. This is the game when you just try to really. This is this the game where you get you throw twenty balls to the tight ends. It should be because, you know how they got, they're going to play. Look, Bunting is on injury reserve with an elbow injury. That leaves they got Davis, Dean, at corner, Winfield, Whitehead, and Edwards, completing that secondary. So and then Dean, oh, Dean was wasn't he knocked out in the Rams game? He was. With a knee injury, and that leaves Delaney. I mean, they, so they're they're busted up in that secondary, and they've been well, playing right, like Sherman will probably get playing time this week. He will, but I mean, how much can he? He hasn't played. I'm not. I'm not worried about no. Sherman. But no. I, look, they're beat up in the secondary. But the problem, Mark, is 
You can't, they haven't been able to protect. We, we talked about this last week. You can't protect Mac Jones. You know, these, this guy's getting knocked around like crazy. He's sitting on that sideline, you know, um, you know, he's sitting on the sideline. Brady had to take him by a Belichick had to take him by the head. I'm saying Brady. I'm, Belichick had to take him by the hand, walk him into the locker room. He looked like he lost his best friend. Yeah. What was that about, though, Chris? He was looking like he was going on the well, I'm not going to get into this today, but but he was walking. Yeah, go ahead. Like, get into it. But it looked like he was going on the field to, to, to talk to some other guys from the other team, and, and, and it's almost like he got reprimanded. For, like, he drags him into the, the, the tunnel. I, I don't know. Nah, that was weird. That was I don't know. Weird. I, don't, I don't see it. I, I, think, I think a lot, like everything else around here, I think a lot, a lot was made out of very little because – what I think it was was Belichick sees this guy like hanging his head on the sideline. You know, you you got to grow up, get out on the field, shake hands immediately. Don't sit there sulking on the side on the bench. And I don't think that kind of body language. I don't think Belichick wanted many people to see that kind of body language out of his okay. quarterback. All right. And so to me, that may be the reason why he said, "No, no, 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 no. Just come with me. Let's get in the locker room and we'll talk about it." And as a teaching, you know, a teaching tool. I don't think it was. I don't want you talking to people or you know, you're going to get reprimanded. I think it was more about, let me protect you. Let me protect, let me help you help you. You know what I mean? Right now? Because yeah, yeah. you don't look so hot. You know, that's not a good look. But, but yeah, Mark, with the guys I mentioned about the edge guys, you know, I already talked about the guys on the front and the front seven. Those same guys, they're going to get to Mac Jones. I mean, they're going to get there. So it better be a, it better be. Yeah, but Chris, never, you didn't even talk about the, the, their edge rushers are, 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 are very good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you didn't even talk about the old pro on the Shaq edge. Jack Barrett. Um, yeah, I mean, come on. Jack Barrett. Yeah, I mean, so again, they're gonna have problems. They're gonna have problems running the ball. They're gonna have New England. I mean, they're gonna have problems passing the ball because they, they'll have success because the secondary isn't very good. But if they don't protect Jones, it's over. I mean, they're not. They're, it's gonna be a lot of three and outs, and it's gonna be giving uh, TB12 over there the ball way too many times. Just way too many times. So. To me, I you know I'm giving the edge to the Bucks on that. Simply, not, you know, and I want to do it because the secondary sucks for the Tampa, but I can't do it because they just can't. That the offensive line sucks for us right now, you know, and they're just giving yeah. up too many quarterback hits. So, yeah, Mark. I mean, and as far as special teams go, real quick, you know, I give that edge to. to well, they're gonna have to play better than last week, New England, but I'll give that to them. You know, I'll give you. Yeah, they were terrible on special teams last week. They really were. And you said that. And you said Folk is on 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 the injured list with a knee. The kicker. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, so talk, oh, you're talking, yeah, spe yeah, you're talking yeah. special teams. Sorry, so so we me. may have to activate the rookie. Oh my on. So you're gonna have. Yeah. Well, he's got a leg, but he has no accuracy. So we'll see. I mean, and he's, he's gonna on be the playing. He's gonna be playing in the night at night in Gillette. Probably be a little windy, maybe a little. They said chance of some a mist and showers. Yeah, it's his left knee, which is plant. It's his plant leg. Yeah, so who knows if he'll so even that, be playing, that's, Chris? That's a problem. I mean, Nick yeah. Folk, the, the the leg you you plant and then kick with the other right leg, that leg and his knee, his knee is bothering him there. So we'll see. Maybe it's nothing huge, but they're gonna have to get in the red zone first, Mark, in order to do that. But you yeah. keep going three and out on them, you're gonna be in a lot of trouble very, very quick. Um, yeah. So. You know, that's the offensive side of the ball. Um, what, you know, what New England has to do to win, uh, to possibly win this game. And it, like I said, it's got to be keep him upright and um, try to run the ball. Try to try to get clock control, manage, you know. So, Chris, if they can keep him somehow upright, do you think that we can exploit their secondary? Yeah, for short things. 
but they're not going to be able to take deep shots with that pass rush. They're going to have to no. think, dunk, take no. what they give you, all that no. stuff that they, no. they, they, they were getting criticized for. And, yeah, you're going to have to incorporate the freaking tight ends now. I mean, enough. You know, no. get these guys that you paid $100 million to, get them on the field, get them in the center of the field, and let them go to work. So no. that's what's going to happen. No. Mark, on the defensive side of the ball, listen, you know, when the, I, I'll tell you this. When the Bucks run the ball – I'm going to give that to the – believe it or not, even though the Patriots have been tough against – terrible against run, I'm going to give it to the Patriots here simply because they just don't do it a lot. Now, you know, Darth Vader down there, the cartoon character that you call Bruce Arians, you know, they may decide, hey, you know, we want to run the ball a little more because New England's so bad against it, but Brady's not going to let them, is he? Not this week, Chris. Not Listen, he may, he may open up five wide. No huddle, shotgun, five wide. <laughs> he may. Empty. Empty, empty you know? backfield. Yeah. And they have it. The they do it. And, and they'll put up the two middle fingers while he's right. waiting for the ball. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to we'll get to what that happens when they when they throw the ball. But when they're running the ball, you know, they, they, they the attempted ball, only 48, 48 attempts this but season. Chris, if, if Uche's out. And say Uche, Van Oyen, and Bentley are out, that's going to hurt your running game. They can't do that. I mean, how, you know, Van Noy had saying, the same injury though, last week and he played. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, if they're out, then, yeah, you know, you're going to have Lange on the problem field. controlling the run. Yeah, you're going to have Lange, Lange on the field like with Winovich. awful last week, Chris. And Winovich, the one trick pony. But Winovich can't play the run, Chris. No, not at all. Not at all. But again, they only attempted 48, um, 48 runs in three games. You know, their uh, Fournette has got 24 carries for 94 yards. This is over three games now. You know, Ronald Jones, 15 carries for 52 yards. So they haven't been any factor at all. But averaging three and a half. They do have the running backs to run the ball if they choose to. They can, but Brady's not going to let them. They, this, that, that, Brady controls that whole offense. Yeah. Controls the whole offense. So they're not going to let them. But I will say... I, listen, the Patriots would love nothing more than to see this team come out. Now, look, Belichick, you know, the scheme may be this, Mark. You know, get into dime. And for those of you who don't understand that on defense, that's when you put about six defensive backs out there and you just flood the field with defensive backs, okay? And you, you're begging them to run the ball. Come on, run it on us. Because we're well, just flooding the field with defensive he, backs. He, he, that he has probably, to be something he, he's he probably He probably will do something like that, Chris. And then at that point, they're going to have to run the ball. But, yeah, but, can yeah, we, yeah. but if we get six defensive backs, can we stop it? <laughs> that's, that's the problem, you know? So, you know, you, because you're trying to stop it with five guys. So, Chris, and it's, so it's, 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 it's mano we mano at that point. You, 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 you got five guys to stop the run. They got five guys to block it up. Do you think that... Belichick will pull out of his pocket any of the old, any of the schemes he uses on Mahomes. Zero look. Zero looks and, and try to mix it up. It's or a can, way to control. Can we do that with that team? It's a way. It's a way. And by the way, the last thing on that, on them running the ball, begging him, if Duggar doesn't play, if Duggar no has a problem and he can't play, you can go dime. You can go six defensive backs with him because he's your sixth guy that can come down in the box and, and, and help with the run. You know, but without him, you're using Phillips to do that. And we saw how that worked last year. Um, what was your, Mark, what did you ask? What was your question? I said, do you think that they will try to use some of what they do when they play Mahomes? Oh, zero look. And, and, and use some zero look and mix it up a little bit. 
and try yeah. to confuse which I don't I don't want to say confuse him. You're not gonna confuse him, but at least get him thinking. Yeah, listen, um they when for those of you who don't know what zero look is, basically what Mark's talking about is you bring everybody into a gap on the defense. So you have defensive line, you have um, linebackers all lining up either standing in a three-point stance, just lined straight across the front, you know, with with four defensive backs behind, most times playing man. And then you don't know. You know, you don't know what's coming, where it's coming from, who's dropping out. They can drop out into deeper coverage, cover four, four across. They can drop out into cover two, cover three, and all they can bring, everybody. And center pressure hurts Brady. Because he's not moving. You know, now he moves a little bit. He likes to shift. He's, he was shifty last week against the Rams, but he got his ass kicked against them, you know? But, like, yes, Mark, can it work? It can work, but you cannot. You cannot give anything away to this guy because he will. He'll forget it. He will. So, Chris, if you've looked at our first three games, right? Yeah. Any pressure we've got on a quarterback has come off the edge. Every so often we get a little pressure up the middle, but it's been coming off the edge with Judon and and at sometimes Uche and and, and but in different guys. You're gonna get killed if you're counting on that pressure against him because well, he'll just because he's up. gonna slide into the uh, slide up and he's just gonna kill you if you can't get if you can't collapse the pocket up the middle against him. Yeah, he'll step up and Gronk with those crossers or seam routes and, and you know, Godwin well, coming across. I mean, is Gronk is on the injury report. Yeah, but he'll play. I mean, he'll this play, is, this right? is you know, this is his everything too, you know? He's the guy I hope gets booed. That's the guy I hope Can I tell booed. you something, Chris? He may get booed. Brady probably won't initially. No, he won't. But Gronk we'll get, may get We'll get booed. into that in two, two minute warning. We'll get into Gronk that. Gronk may get booed, Chris. I think did he you, should. Did you hear Gronk today? They asked him about what he misses about New England. Nothing. And what are you saying? No, Nothing. no, 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 no. He talked about um, he talked about you know, uh, going for walks in Foxborough in the woods. He's right. He's tapped right out. He's and then off he the talked wall. about um, going out at night into Providence late after having a night out and getting Onlyville mm. hot weenies and coffee milk. He mentioned you that, used to, that was used to be what in Oneyville in uh, yeah. the New York system. Mark, he you used that. to like doing that. He mentioned New York system and he mentioned getting coffee milk. Joe, 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 both of you, you and Mark both used to like doing that, going to get the wieners about two in the morning, three, and I never did that stuff. I was always home, reading a book, reading, studying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I would do. Yep, that's what I. Would. Well, we saw Gronk. Remember, we 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 saw him in a little pub over there on Forty Four. 44 yep. we, we we saw him in there um hanging out so but yeah listen um when they pass you know obviously you give the edge to the bucks but yeah if you don't get center pressure on brady you're you're in a lot a lot of trouble now aaron donald last week for the rams i mean you know that guy well, that front is ridiculous different that's different yeah. chris that's the best front in football but listen i think i you know you got to give them some new england some credit they're going to come after they are going to come at them with something I mean, you know, Belichick's been thinking about this for, you know, since Brady left. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But, Chris, can our secondary hold up against the multiple receivers he has? Yeah, I wish, um, I wish. I wish Gilmore was on the field, right? Gilmore was on the field. Yeah. No, I mean, Jones had a terrible game. Juwan Williams is awful um, last game. And, you know, Jackson's Jackson's tight. He's good. I mean, he, you Jackson, know. I think will be okay, but the, the other side of the field, Chris, I'm very concerned about. Of course I am too. 
I am too, because you know, after after Jones and Juwan Williams, I mean, what do you have left? I mean, you have some decent safety play, but Rocket's going to be a problem. You know, I mean, Mike Evans, um, Godwin. Antonio Brown, and I don't know if he's playing, but I don't think he's on the injury report. Well, he came off the COVID list, so he, he'll play. He'll play. So Antonio Brown, Tyler Johnson, tight ends, Rob Gronk, Brate, O.J. Howard. <laughs> Listen, they can throw out of the backfield to Jones, Godwin. Well, how about last week, Chris, out of the backfield? That kid that they picked up finally had a big game. They picked him up for that reason, the kid from Cincinnati, that Bernard. Right. Yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a tough night. It's gonna be a tough night of defense. You've got to have long drives if you're New England. You've got to keep the ball away from him. It's got to be the old playing against Manning and and the and the Colts. We, but they don't have. We thought they would have that kind of defense, but they haven't shown it yet, have they? And we thought they would have that kind of a r- offensive line and running game, and and that's not there either, Chris. No, no. So. Again, maybe, you know, maybe they put, took, can take something from the Rams book on how to get some pressure on this guy. I mean, I, listen, I, I fully believe that Belichick's going to have a pressure package for him, you know. Uh, Chris, he's going to have a pressure package that he hasn't shown yet. Right. There's no, so, you're not going to tell me he's not. There's no way you're going to tell me he's not going to have a pressure package that he has not shown in the first three weeks. He is. No, he definitely is. It's just he knows just, how Brady reads film. So right. he, it, it, it's going to be something Brady hasn't seen this year anyways. He for sure is. The problem is, do they have the horses? Wow. Do they have the horses to do it? You know, I mean, it, I don't know. You're going to beg Chris, him, you're gonna beg him game, to run the ball. This is the game, Chris. If, if Uche plays and is, could be, is healthy, maybe this is the game that we talked about during the preseason that Uche and Judon you got to just move them up and down the line of scrimmage yeah. and you don't know where they're coming from. And, yeah. and, and this is the game you got to attempt to do something like that with those guys. If, the, if a lot if, of loops, if, right? Yeah. A lot of loops, a lot of stunts, a lot of, yep. you know, a, a lot of defensive and defensive front taking on a lot of gap control where you got your defensive front tackles getting in a gap and controlling that where, where your linebackers can come free up the middle and loop them around right into Brady's face. Judon would be great at that, and so is Anuche, but he's going to be on the field in order to do it. So, I, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the defense, but you know, it, it could it could wind up being uh, an ugly night. So, Patriots preview was brought to you by the Pats Nation, uh, the only Patriots post game show worth watching, the real Patriots post game show, and that's going to be this week, Monday, October fourth, seven p.m. Eastern, but usually thirty minutes following every Patriots game. So. Mark, we're getting to that end again, and I think we're uh, going to get the two-minute warning. So, Joe, let's have it. So, Mark, listen, uh, we're at that time, so let's wrap it up. I know this is a possibility of getting into booed versus not. So, Well, I want to be honest with you, Chris. I think the play, I, I don't know if they'll boo him. I, 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 I don't. I just don't know, Chris. I just hope there's nobody sitting next to you Sunday night with number twelve jerseys on, <laughs> Patriot jerseys, because you're gonna go out of your mind, out of your mind. But how do you feel about it? I want to know how you feel. 
how do I feel about what? Yeah, how do you feel about this, uh, you know, this whole thing? This whole, Listen, I'm, I'm gonna tell you know. How I feel. And you know how I feel. I'm pissed. Well, I'm I do, but they don't. I'm pissed. I'm angry. I'm pissed. I think it's time to turn the keys over to somebody else. I'm so disgusted in how Belichick handled this situation. And, and, and I just think it's time. If you moved on from Brady, it's time to start a new era, Chris, and it's time to move on from Belichick. I'm not saying the guy can't, still, still isn't a decent coach. But it's time to move on. If you've moved on to Brady, it's time to move this organization into the future and give the keys maybe to McDaniels or somebody else. You've got a brand-new quarterback, bring in a different type of an offensive scheme, bring in a number-one receiver. Those are the types of things I want to see going forward, and it doesn't. And I hate to say it, but it doesn't involve Belichick. Um, anyway, I'm going to make a prediction of this game, Chris. Tampa Bay, 47. I thought about I thought about 51. I thought about 51, Chris. I thought about 51. 47. Chris, he Brady is this has been all you say Belichick is ready for this. This man has dreamt about this since the moment he walked out of that building. He said he knows the smell of the place. He knows the feel of the place. He knows what people are talking about. He knows everything about that place, Chris. He is going to I don't want to swear. He is going to annihilate. Un- he is going to stick it so far up Belichick's ass. Chris, you know what? Screw it. 51. 51-17 Tampa Bay. 51. How do they get the 17? Just, well, are they going to do it late? They'll do it late. It'll be a mop-up. Maybe it'll, it might be a, I think Gunner will, maybe Gunner might run a punt back deep into Tampa territory, and, and you score a cheap, you score on a short field. I don't think, they, I, I think Tampa's defense is going to dominate. I think you might see Tampa's defense with seven or eight sacks in this game if the injuries at the, on the offense, because they have that good of a pass rush, Chris. You might see seven or eight sacks. I think, I think at halftime, you're going to be, Chris may be choking me, because he flew in for this game when he yeah. could have got 2000 for the tickets a piece. Hoyer is going to be in this game in the second half. Listen, um, so, Mark, just real That's quick, real quick, real quick. You're going to boo him or cheer him? I'll boo him. Screw it. I'll boo him. I'm a Patriot fan. I'll boo him. Pause. Joe, really, Long Joe, really pause quick. for dramatic effect right I there. Know, I know, right? <laughs> Joe, let's have your prediction really quick. Oh, man. Come on. I agree with Martin. Brady's just going to – Brady's got a, a, a big can of whoop-ass that has Billy and Bobby written right on the front of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. For me, I'm gonna, I'll try to wrap this up quickly. Um, I agree with these guys. I mean, you know, Brady's whole world and function right now is to ram as much of, as, as, as much of a football down Belichick's throat and up his ass that he possibly can do. He wants to come in here and throw for 500 yards and, like, five touchdowns. That's what he wants to do, and you know what? He's going to do it because every guy – remember when Favre played for his father? And this is completely different, so I don't want to – I remember, I remember know, that when they, went to o- when they went to Oakland. I remember that. My point is the guys on that team, okay, played for – the guys on this Tampa team are going to do – they're going to die out on that field, okay, for this guy. And that's what's going to happen because he gave him a Super Bowl last year. So – you know, my prediction is going to be a little more, you know, it's going to be 40. It's going to be 41, 41 to 20. That's uh, Patriots get a late touchdown at, when they're at 13. That doesn't mean anything. Brian Hoyer is the one who throws it uh, because I think Hoyer is going to be in the game in the second half. I think they're going to get their ass kicked to a degree 
that Hoyer's going to be in this game. Brady ain't going to come out. He'll he'll put the he'll put the he'll put the pedal down as far as he can go. Okay, that's my prediction of the game. I know we're a little over, but Chris, you think we'll see a Gronk spike? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, we're going to see a Gronk spike, and we're going to see a Brady spike because he's going to run one in from the goal line too. Um, and so you know that's it for me. And as far as booing or cheering, no, I'm sorry. I like Brady. I love what he did for us. It's game time. The friggin' name on the front of the jersey is more important than the name on the back. So, yeah, you're right. I'm the diehard that's had the tickets for 30 years. I'm the guy that was in the stadium where you could sit anywhere you wanted when I bought the tickets because they sucked and when the fans were rabid. So if I see some jackass standing over there with a Brady jersey and a Tampa jersey, ooh, Tom, we miss you. Get the out of my face with all that on that night. Mark, listen, I'm flying in for this, and they may take me out. We might not have a show Monday night. They may no, take me Joe. out in the paddy wagon. I'm going to need Corso Law Group at that point. So, two-minute warning was presented by the Pats Nation, uh, the real Patriots postgame show. Remember, airing this Monday, uh, October 4th at 7 p.m. and 30 minutes following every Patriots game. Mark, we went over, so there's some people to thank tonight. want to thank the people over at Special Sauce Podcast, Startup Finance, and Drive Yourself to Success, specialsaucepodcast.com. Jag Media Productions. Joe, nice job. Everything looked great tonight, especially that uh, Patriots preview uh, intro. So Jag Media Productions, Studio 42 Designs, uh, for all your graphic design needs, studio42designs.com. Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal law firm, corsolawgroup.com. And Mountain View Home Watch and Security, Scottsdale's leading home watch and security firm. Join us for Pat's Nation, as I said, Monday night, October 4th, 7 p.m., we will, Mark and I will go through all the post-game coverage, and for sure, you're not going to want to miss that. We'll go through Mac Mania, our Sunday stiff, and Brady versus Belichick. And make sure you tune in next Saturday, this Saturday, <laughs> next Saturday, uh, every Saturday at 7 p.m. for Corso and Catone, this show, the real deal, New England feel, and we will preview the Patriots-Texans game, which is a little more reasonable. So, for Mark Catone, Joe Gonary, I'm Chris Corso. Enjoy the game as much as you can. <laughs>